0: Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans.
1: Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. And it's with me and... My buddy on the other side, who is just one of the best in the business at it, ladies and gentlemen. Me and my boy front row Kenny, how are you doing, my brother?
0: Yo, what's good with y'all? What's happening? Hope everyone's doing well.
1: Yeah, and hope everybody had a wonderful weekend, Kenny. I'll I'll, I'll let you go first because mine's crazy.
0: <laughs> I look, look. I listen. I already I already knew it. It's it's cool. I think. I think what I will say is, I guess I was going to say it on next week's episode, next Sunday, the weekend of, I think that's the weekend of Richmond, I will be in Raleigh um, for Dreamville Festival. Whoa. So I am really pumped up for that because for one, I have been trying to go to those for like maybe... Um, the last like two years, but I haven't because work has been kind of crazy and uh, work was kind of crazy. And, well, <laughs> there's this thing called the pandemic that happened, and the last one got canceled. <laughs> the moment I was gonna have the free time to do it, that one got canceled. So I said, "Damn, you know what? I'm gonna try." And me, I got myself tickets, and a couple other people I know are gonna be out there. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's gonna be a real fun one. If y'all don't know, I am a big J Cole fan, so. This is gonna be pretty dope. I haven't seen him perform since my birthday. I think wow. when I was I turned like twenty. I think this is when I turned twenty two. I think or twenty one somewhere in that ballpark was the last time I saw one of my favorite new artists um, that has been out for a, at least a little while. Nobody just told me about him, unfortunately. Larry June because he talks about cars and hustling and doing what you got to do, which I respect. And yeah, I am really looking forward to it. And wow. I'm probably gonna run into a whole bunch of people. Like that's that's gonna be the cool part. So for a change, maybe. For once in, in his life, maybe I'll actually post a damn picture to Instagram because I never <laughs> post them. So, yeah, um, if you're in my photos this uh, next week, that means you're special.
1: <laughs> well, no kidding. Uh-oh. If I was you, I would try to get into those photos with the Mr. Front Row Kenny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be a real fun time. I really haven't done anything like that in a while um, since everything has happened and the world has changed in two years. Well, but, then it'll be well-deserved. Uh, Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna have a ball. I'm gonna enjoy myself, you know, enjoy my friends that are gonna be out there. But either way, the rest of my regular weekend this past weekend was actually pretty cool. Um, Saturday, I went to an event with my girlfriend. That was really great. Got to dress up. You know, I actually do like to dress up a little bit, you know. Right. A brother right. cleans up nice. You, you know what I mean? A brother cleans up nice. So I like to do that every we, once in a while. Looking clean move. and but dapper
1: is what you're saying. You, you, you
0: know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, right. No, no, you. no. Yeah. So yeah, that happened on Saturday. Of course, I watched a, a ton of college basketball for the last week and a half. But otherwise, on Sunday, we went out to uh, Outback and we had ourselves a pretty good dinner. I, got, I actually got a free steak. Cause they forgot to put my order in. Cause I guess our group was big enough, and they forgot. Everyone else had their food to the table. I had my Caesar salad, but you know I was oh waiting gosh. on my steak. You know, you you know I was waiting on my steak. I just wanted my steak. So the manager walks up and is like, "Hey, look, you know we made a mistake or whatever." And I was like, "Whoa!" He's like, "It's on the house." I'm like, "Oh, like, okay, even better." I was like, "Okay, cool." I'm ordering another drink just because you
1: did that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Save yourself some money on some drinks. Yeah, yeah you, you know, and save that, save right a couple bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was my weekend in a
0: nutshell. It was a good time. Um, always great to spend time with, with uh, my girls' family. Yeah, it's been great. So wow. I don't know, Renee. Fantastic. I feel like your weekend still was probably crazy
1: to mine. <sighs> well, yeah, man. Like it literally, my weekend, my whole weekend just literally ended right before this podcast because <laughs> I took, I took today See? off. See. <laughs> Yeah, so I went down to San Diego with with uh, my girlfriend and uh, spent some time with her. Now, now this, but we went down there to San Diego to go see a, a DJ by the name of Cascade. And yeah, I know about DJ yeah, Cascade. Yeah, okay, and okay. If, uh, all the all turns no breaks listeners not familiar with Cascade. Really, honestly, if I really, if you really don't know who he is, look him up. He's absolutely fantastic. Been listening to this guy for years, but my girlfriend has been listening to him way longer. And anyway, so she bought these tickets to go see him uh, two years ago. So this is two years in the making as well. And uh, he had canceled the initial concert because of the pandemic as well. And so he ended up having it there uh, right outside of Petco Park where the San Diego Padres play. And it was absolutely worth the wait. And it was fantastic. It was great, dude. It was just, it was good to be out in San Diego, man, Anytime. Anytime I, I personally get to go to San Diego, I, I thoroughly enjoy myself. And if any of you, uh, listeners of Alternate No Breaks have not been to San Diego, you have to get down to San Diego. I don't, I've never been to the Garden of Eden, but I'm sure San Diego, California is close (laughs) to it. Exactly, I'm telling you, man. Everything just seems to be perfect there. I mean, I think I, even, I think I even saw a unicorn. I don't that mean I know that wasn't drugs because I don't take them. But <laughs> I think I saw a unicorn at the concert. <laughs> Dang, that, that's crazy! you Say that about San Diego. So,
0: like, so look, I I told I may have may have not told the story on a podcast before, but my parents went out to San Diego. I think this is almost like two or three years ago, maybe now. And my dad, that was his first time going out to California. And my dad said he loved San Diego. Mm-hmm. He's loved the car scene. Saw low riders out there. He was chilling. Went to fo- w- watch football in the bar at like what is it, like nine, ten in the morning. You got the first games of the day on. But you know what? The crazy thing about y'all West Coast folks is when y'all have a, when y'all want to watch football on Sunday when the NFL is going on. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all can start in the morning, y'all can go to brunch, y'all can do whatever y'all want throughout the whole day. But guess what? When Sunday night football ends, it's like midnight over here. Y'all is, it's like eight o'clock. It's like really? eight, nine o'clock over there. I'm like, yo, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> exactly. Cause when when Sunday night football ends, you literally can go, y'all wanna go what what do y'all want to do next? Not me. So, I'm with, going to sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so early. And Monday night football is the same way. Yeah. Oh
0: man. What's that like four or five o'clock over there? And then the game's over at like eight, nine? That's at still eight, not too yeah, bad.
1: Eight thirty, I think, is the latest. So Man. it's so it, it literally is so it's so crazy from from a stand-up point of view. That's why a lot of times uh, a lot of the comedy clubs, especially during football season, will try to put on Sunday night and Monday night shows because they they're always packed. I mean, because people are still looking to go out on a Sunday and a Monday night. It, it, it's crazy. So uh, you know, anyway. So I, Kenny you know, I I I stay down there for the weekend. We. We go and hang out and eat at at some wonderful restaurants. And I went to a restaurant called King and and Queen Restaurant. And it really is, it's fantastic. They have a, a few they have a few restaurants open in the Los Angeles area, but the, the one we went to in San Diego was just absolutely fantastic. And today I took, I took Monday off, you know, just so that I could recover and, you know, <laughs> at least have an extra day to, to get back to Porterville, which is where I'm still staying. And then I go right back to work at the hospital tomorrow. But Kenny, it, that was just literally the uh, extent of my, of my, my weekend. And, I have to tell you, it, and and this is a good segue of going into of going into the the you know some NASCAR talk as 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 Tam would always like to say, but once again I listened to the race on the radio driving back from San Diego, and 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 it's it's I think I might do this on a regular basis, Kenny, like we talked about <laughs> last week. Because, you know, my hat's off to the guys that call it over Sirius XM Radio. They make it sound so wonderful and and so (laughs) colorful. and and, And like I said, that's no disrespect to the guys in the booth. It's just a different vibe. And let me tell you... I literally uh, almost, I, I came real close to telling my girl, we need to pull over and find a sports bar somewhere because I have to watch this. But I didn't do it. I wanted to hurry up and just get home. And But man, I went i went back and, and, and of course I looked at the highlights. I, you know, I watched the highlights and stuff and it was just completely different vibe to a certain extent of just... You know, it 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 really is just a you know a di- a different color point of view, if you if you will. But man, listening to it on the radio once again, Kenny, I I, I can't even almost find the words of just like how different it is, and 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 what a difference of energy it is.
0: Well, it sounds like you have actually had a chance to witness both PRN, which covered this weekend's cup race, and Mm -hmm. you got to experience MRN the week before. So, yeah, you got to listen to it from a different angle, which is pretty dope. Again, like I told you, radio is a world of different. Like, it is just... Obviously, like I said in the last podcast, you have to paint the picture a whole lot more because your audience obviously can't see the car; they can't see right. what's really happening. You have to be really descriptive, which again, um, from both from, from both sides, because I know some folks at PRN they're great too. Um, and man, it's it's a hell of a job you have to do. And I, I'm not gonna go on a tangent like I did last time, but. Yeah, that's cool if you got a chance to listen to it from that perspective. But, yeah, I, I always will encourage people, and this is no knock on Fox or NBC, but if you're traveling and you may not be able to get next to a TV, I'm serious. If you can't get on SiriusXM, if you go to goprn.com, I believe is what their website is, or mrn.com during the weekends to listen to the races, by all means, do it that way. You will hear it from a different perspective, and you will garner a lot of respect for it and the thing is the funniest thing is like i was even listening to some of the college basketball games on the radio this past week for march madness and man they do the same thing they paint the picture completely different but it's a different level of excitement you got to give take in for your listeners but yeah man that's dope
1: yeah you know and 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 then and then the, the very last two laps of that race boy they were just really on top of it and it's it was so exciting to listen to that and you know I I tell you, you know, leading into that, uh, Kenny, I'll let you go ahead and just, you know, drop down the top 10, if you will, sir.
0: Yeah, so Atlanta, well, not the Atlanta that I have known since, I guess I can basically say since I was a child. It's looked (laughs) two different ways since I was a kid, most formerly known for me, at least made reconfigured in 97 from then until last year. That's the Atlanta I knew very well and can have good memories of. But yeah, so no moments of Kevin Harvick and Jeff Gordon at the line. No Bobby Labonte versus Dale Earnhardt. Atlanta, this was new. This was virtually the mix between a super speedway and the regular half mile. We got very Daytona, Talladega-esque vibes this weekend. So yeah, it's a, a very different race, but... As we speak for the top 10, William Byron came home in first, got his first win of 2022, so a great early start for him and he becomes the fifth different winner this. Season. Ross Chastain again for Trackhouse came home in second. They have been close and I think at some point something has got to give and something has got to fall in their favor for them to yeah. actually get a get a race win, whether it's Daniel or it's Ross. I um, agree. And th- you know, and third, Kurt Busch had a great day for him. In 23XI, Bubba did not fare out as the same way he wrecked out at the end, unfortunately. Ran a good race, but just did not bring it home. Ran up front most of the day, but in fourth was Daniel Suarez. Fifth, Corey LaJoyce. I believe that is his first top five in Cup. so shout out to Corey. Yeah, congrats to him, Um, man. Chase Elliott came home in sixth. That is Georgia's son right there. Did not get it done this time again. He'll have to try again later. seventh, Chris Buescher. Great finish for RFK. Eighth, Martin Truex Jr., Ninth was Joey Logano. And to round out the top 10, Alex Bowman, who was your Las Vegas winner. And I got to say, there were a couple notables among that mix. Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson, those two tangled. Denny was trying to push him. But I don't think it was anything with any ill intent, but that didn't work out. And unfortunately, like it, many super speedway style, those are the type of things that can't happen in a moment. And, you know, some people thought it was intentional, but... They cleared it up. Even Kyle himself said the same thing. Like, I don't think that was intentional. Denny made it clear like he was not intending to do that but again that's just the nature of super speedway racing yeah. and the last notable has to be Kyle Busch he was not very happy with what it was he gave a very brief answer and i know people online were like well that's the only but why is he saying that's much
1: the only kind of answer he gives <laughs> I,
0: I mean i don't i mean i understand where he's coming from i can i can out his frustration um from what he felt about it it's it's okay like there's nothing wrong with him feeling away but They asked him how he felt about that type of racing. Is it entertaining? He was like, yep. And he was like, do you want to do it again? Nope. And he walked away. You know, he said, or he said a couple other things, but I'm just paraphrasing (laughs) in that sense. But, you you know, that was that. But he walked away, like his whole demeanor and face was like, listen, get me on my plane. Get me out of here. I am ready for next week. I do not have time for this. But, yeah, yeah, it was uh, quite a day. And I think the one Quick takeaway I will say right out the bat for next season is that thing needs to be shortened. That thing has no business being 500 miles. I, I think that one's got to tone it down because, look, I woke up. I watched the IndyCar race. The cup race, I believe, started at 3.30 sometime around that time Eastern. I went out to lunch with my girlfriend and her family, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We went, we went over, we went out and did all that. That was great, great time. By the time I came back, it was probably like maybe five, six o'clock somewhere in that ballpark. There had been a couple college basketball games that had been played for the for the round of sixty four, round of thirty two, whatever it is, and I still came home with like a hundred laps to go. So I got to watch the last hundred laps. I didn't get to watch everything in full. Obviously, I watched the highlights as well to get a get a bit more of a glimpse of what happened, but. Yeah, that was, that was not what I was expecting in terms of length, but yeah got to shorten that race. I think either well, 400 yeah. miles or 350 or something like that. I think that's what you got to do for that style of racing, in my opinion. Yeah. At
1: least there. Right. And, and you know, I, I thought, you know, what the drivers thought about the, the the race itself, you know, they all seem to pretty much, you know, have positive things to say about it, which is always nice. You, you know, I mean, I, you know, I already told you like how I felt about the race, just listening it from, from the radio standpoint. So it was, you know, once again, it was just w- way better than, w- way better for me in that sense. But, you know, hearing the drivers, you know, at at least, you know, talk positively about the race itself, you know, and them liking it, you know, kind of, uh, I think says a good thing about it too.
0: Yeah, I think everyone has like, obviously mixed opinions. I think one of my favorite that I heard, (coughs) excuse me, that I heard out of like anybody was what Ross Chastain said, and I'll just, you know, read his quote here. He said, look, Let's have it here at, Ta- at Daytona and Talladega. Chastain said, "You know, let's not go repave every mile and a half in the country. Let's not bring Kentucky back to life. Let's leave it six feet under. It's done. We're over it. And that's a hell of a way to put it for Kentucky's sake. Um, yeah. Obviously, now on the now on the Cup schedule any longer. I don't think it will be. And obviously, a lot of drivers had a lot of things to say after they reconfigured that place a few years ago. And obviously, it's sitting here where it's at now. But I agree with him. I really." I personally, I am like very 50-50 with this whole deal with Atlanta because I understand like people are like, well, that place hasn't really been that exciting. It hasn't really packed out, which is correct. That's not a false thing or not a right. dig at anybody. It's just true. So SMI and the folks said, okay, we'll do something completely different. We'll turn it into a half mile super speedway. That's literally what they did. It is literally one of a kind in this sense right now among the other tracks. But I think when you look at it, Obviously, you have two races at Daytona, two at Talladega, so there's four there, and we've got two at Atlanta this year. So I th- I think, at at least at this juncture, I am definitely in the camp that says, look, don't turn every single half mile into this, because I think that's the, I don't think that's how you treat the drivers in their, in their sake. I think this is one moment you got to listen and say, okay, look, we have this, this is the entertainment, you know, track, like... I will say, for from perspective of we're trying to bring more people into this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I get it. Like it's a perfect thing for casuals because the cars are together ninety nine point nine percent of the time, so you know it's easy to keep up with the cars and see where they're going and wherever. But yeah, I definitely say, listen. You know, the drivers do want to like like Chastain said. You know, drivers do want to lift. They do want where they have some have a little bit more control over their destiny, so to speak. Um, if they want to chase somebody down, they do it. They do it not because someone bumped out of the way and they might have ended up, you know, winning the race that way. But, yeah, you know, it's it's tough. Yeah, I, I like like I know some people who are like probably have never watched a NASCAR race might have like loved that. Right. And that's OK. There's nothing wrong with that. But also there was a side that I saw was, look, I can't stand this. I hate this. This is not what it's supposed to be. So, you know, there is just a mixed bag of opinions, but. I don't know, Renee. I mean, I know you heard it from the radio perspective, but obviously this is a very different change. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know how much you feel about Super Speedways, but
1: that's damn near what well, we got. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, what do you think about it? And I'm on the same page with, with, with the kind of what you were talking about. Although I do love Super Speedways. I think I like Super Speedways more than I do short tracks, obviously. But, but I mean, it, it, that's neither here nor there. But I guess, you know, just watching it and listening to it from, from my perspective... I, you know, I I think maybe if I would have watched the race on TV, maybe I might have had a different feel for it, but, but listening to it over the radio, once again, like I said, it's just nothing like it. And it just made me really enjoy the race just a a lot more. I tell you what, you you know, Rick Hendrick, you know, also Kenny, you know, he's applauding NASCAR, you know, for trying new things. I mean, I, I think it, you know, when you get a guy like Rick Hendrick to, you know, kind of, you know, also on a positive note, you know, for NASCAR, you know, trying to do things differently, you know, I think it really helps the sport kind of move along, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Rick basically was like, hey, listen, you know, we're going to keep trying these different methods out and these different things. Look, why don't we also push for having something on the street course? I think he doesn't necessarily want too many more of these, which I can understand completely from his perspective, but Mm -hmm. I mean, Hey, I, I, I do know for a fact that that's just something that's been rumored for quite a bit, obviously with the, I don't know if the death is the right word of Chicagoland, but I don't think NASCAR is going back there anytime soon. But Chicago has been a rumored uh, city for having a street God, race. That would be nice. It'd be crazy. I mean, you know, there's probably quite a few spots that you can do this. But again, I think it just goes back to the clash. And it just proves a point that, listen, you can bring this show to people in the city. It is definitely possible to do so. Like, it's not impossible. that They can bring, in quote, the racetrack to people closer so that they can literally be a bus ride away, Uber away from the racetrack Mm -hmm. um, to do that. So yeah, you know, I'm with Rick Hendrick. I am in the, (laughs) I am in the fan council of, you know, saying, Hey, you know, if we're going to try some different stuff out and we want to mix up a couple of these road courses, let's put some stuff on the street. Let's, I mean, these cars are built um, for that, like literally. And I mean, I think I, I didn't leave, I didn't leave this on the notes, but I've, because it was so late in the week. But obviously, with speaking of Hendrick, they are going to be going to Le Mans in 2023. So that in itself is going to be a pretty wow. crazy road course race. And that's obviously one of the most prestigious races and being the 24 hours of Le Mans that happen every every single summer. But um, they'll be out of Garage 56. They will not be in the competition, quote unquote, but they will attempt to see what this car can do. And obviously, it'll be modified with headlights and taillights and all these things, But I think this just kind of proves the capability of this brand new car. Like, it's a very different car. Again, it's not necessarily your mom and pop street, street, I'm not street stock, Jesus, stock car. Like, it's, it's different. It it is a very capable machine, quite clearly. And even a few folks were telling me today, like, you know, that car is just super durable. So it'll be interesting to see when it gets tested like that. So again, things like that happening just prove the point of, hey, look, this car is going to do a lot. I don't know how long we're going to have it for. But right now it just looks like the miles is the limit. And again, going back to the tracks right now with these different types of things we've mm-hmm. been trying, why not also try a street course? If we're gonna add another super speedway race to it, I say, <laughs> let's try street course. That's something completely different. But hey, you know, we we'll never know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Well, Kenny, I don't know what else uh, you'd like to uh, throw in or 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 chat about. If you have anything left, then we we could possibly just go and go straight to our predictions. If you have any, unless you'd have anything else that you wanna you wanna touch on,
0: I guess the last thing I'll touch on real quick is just the fact that we have gone through an early portion of the season with five different winners. We got oh, Austin Cedric, Kyle Larson, Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, and now William Byron. This quick, so that means. There's five playoff spots that are already taken up. And honestly, I don't know how many more different winners we'll get this year. Again, I said this last year because we got on a hot streak with different winners. But if anything, with this new car, it's proven that there's going to be some different players out there that can have chances to win. Do we have the first season where we've got like 18 guys with a win? Because that would be crazy. (laughs) Because at that point, it could come down to, okay, 16th place. If on the last weekend of Daytona, they get a win, they get in all because of that. Which is crazy. So yeah, it may it may play out that way. Obviously, a long long way to go. Yeah, I am really well, happy so far. We've gotten five races, though. It's been all great.
1: Yeah. Well, don't don't be surprised if at, at you know before before the end of the year, Ross Trastain and Christopher Bell don't don't grab one of those wins at at any point the rest of the year because I I certainly believe those those are the top two. I don't. know. You know what? I'm going to be. I I mean, I could even see Corey LaHoy. Uh, uh LaJoy, uh, even, even probably maybe winning one. I mean, he got a top five this, this, this past weekend. So you, you never know. Hey, hey, they got to go back
0: here before on um, the playoffs are over. So, I mean, Hey, you know, for those fantasy, for my fantasy folks, listen, you know, look at this top 10 with a grain of salt to some degree, but just know <laughs> who had a pretty strong car on front, but yeah, it should be real fun. I am really pleased with the next gen car. Cause I will be honest you with you initially I tad worried but after some things changed i think they got the car in the right direction listened to the drivers a bit more and we've got ourselves a pretty good product on hand so i guess with that being said i guess we can talk coda yeah we can get predictions for coda
1: all right well coda here we go let's do our predictions it's time for grace predictions mr kenny who you got
0: All right. Circuit of the Americas for the second time. And actually, before I even say my prediction, and I don't know why I didn't start the podcast off with this. This is my I just want to give a big, a gigantic shout out to my homie, Brad Perez, who is going to be making his NASCAR Camping World Truck Series debut this weekend at Coda with the Rihom brothers. So I am really looking forward to seeing him out there on the track this weekend. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to make it to Austin. But I will be rooting for him from home for sure. So big shout out to him. This has been like a real big thing for him. This is a big dream for him. I know he ran ARCA last year. But making it to NASCAR has been something on his radar and on his bucket list. And he is getting ready to live that. So um, make sure you guys are cheering for my man, Brad Perez. And I'm really looking forward to what he does. But with that being said, my cup picks for Coda... Man, you know what? I am actually going to go with Chase Elliott, who is going to be better road course racers. And he won last year. Obviously, the race got a little short due to rain and weather and, and all the chaos that we had last year. But yeah, he's going to be my main pick. And then my alternative pick, I am going to go with Kyle Busch. No super speedway, no "in quote, whatever he was mad about and whatever he was not happy with. This is in his wheelhouse. No pun intended, but yes, he should have a good run at Coda. Those are my two picks. I am sticking with them. Renee, what say you for your home state?
1: Dude, literally, it's like I think both of us are just like the same person, just, you know, in a different body, but we have the same. Telepathic, man. I literally, like, those are my (laughs) picks, literally, like, verbatim. I was going also with Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch as my alternative pick as well, uh, for the same literally specific reasons. I mean, n- no, super speed That's way, crazy. no super speedway, no super speedway, no problem. I, I I really thought Kyle Busch might have a uh, or could possibly have a good chance at winning, uh, winning the Coda. But I, I I'm gonna stick with with Chase Elliott as my main pick. But you know what? I'll throw out a I'll throw out a curveball here. I might go with Martin Truex Jr. to pull this one out oh, okay. maybe as a possible. alternative. Alternative pick. So Chase Elliott is my main pick. Martin Truex Jr. is going to be my alternative pick. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? If you got a pick that you think uh, you want to let us know about, maybe you have an alternative pick. Let us know who you think is going to win at CODA. Hit us up on our social media across the board. That's uh, at turns no breaks. Across the board, that's at turns no breaks. And once again, we always appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to All Turns No Breaks. If you know anybody that loves NASCAR just as much as you do, just just as much as me and Kenny do please turn them on to our podcast and once again please remember that this podcast is for fans by fans for Kenny and myself have a good time watching that coda and be safe yeah go ahead Kenny
0: I was gonna say stay hydrated you know what it is
1: oh yeah <laughs> I forgot to say Kenny I forgot to say we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns No Brings
0: All right, so I was a little early, but yeah, stay hydrated. Y'all know what it is. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in.